Updating. I gotta have like a 40 ounce. I'm ignorant. Call me a hipster. Awful, dude. She doesn't know that. I do community service, but I'll still buy my chicken. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Oh, yeah, you specified. <laughs> hey, what's going on? It is episode 104 of the Hama Man podcast. Uh, Hopefully, we'll be having episode 105 next week, but we'll see what happens. But this is 104 for now. Right. 104 for now. And I'm Ben, and you are? Dave. And I feel like you, this is your fault this time. This time is mine? The last couple of weeks. I mean, it's just our schedule hasn't matched. I mean, I was definitely. I had like the funniest shit ever prepared. I had like, uh, (laughs) it was world news that hadn't even happened yet. I was super pumped. Now it's completely like useless because everyone's already talked about it or what? Yeah, it has been one of those things where uh, just alternating schedules, this and that. So the most exciting thing happened in the Hama Man uh, lexicon. Yeah, all that shit aside, dude, get to it. Uh, our buddy from across the pond, Luke Harkis Jeffries, finished the animation of our uh, dick poop bit. <laughs> and, you know, it's funny because we, myself, you, and your brother Nathan sat around for a while and we're like, what are we going to give this guy? He agreed to do uh, the animation and we're like, let's, you know, we wanted to keep it, I guess, sort of short, but we wanted a bit that was, uh, that we thought was funny and would, I don't know, like encompass everything in three minutes uh, that the podcast is basically, you know, just give a little bit of everything. Yeah. It's almost like if you're making a quick ad or a trailer, you have to, you can't go into like, nobody knows the characters or they don't know, you know, whatever. And you know, it, I sort of like, after we submitted everything and I had, I had written like a, uh, like a bunch of directions that I was like, Hey, this is sort of the idea we, what we're thinking about. And I would say that most of the directions I gave, a lot of it was like, this is pretty lofty considering this guy is going to do this for free. And like I told you guys before, uh, the industry standard that we had found out was like $1,000 per animated second. So this is three minutes and 12 seconds of, of animation yeah. that he was stepping up and doing for free. Um, and Not to mention his per diem. I mean, it gets crazy. Yeah, it gets crazy well, once you start adding stuff up. I started thinking like after we submitted all the, you know, that was going to be the bit like, oh man, maybe it's. That was sort of like a, a time sensitive bit because yeah, should have gone with the black barber bit. Yeah, because yeah, that's timeless. Where this one was about something specific that happened at the Oscars, yeah. and it's like people are going to forget about it. But I felt like we described the bit in this cartoon good Definitely. enough to where people understand or remember what we were talking about. Plus, it perks your ears up when you see dick poop. It turned out. One million times better than I ever would have imagined. It yeah, was, it, dude, it was so awesome. And you know, the best part was when I got the uh, the first viewing of it. It got sent to me, and it was such a large file. And Ben obviously is, uh, you know, he does have a computer now. But <laughs> I was like, man, how am I going to get this to Ben? And he was at work at the time, and I'm like, you know what? I'm. He suggested he goes, hey, FaceTime it to me. So I actually had my camera. My he was watching it, and then I was watching his face watching it, <laughs> and it was almost more satisfying than me watching it myself because just pure joy. It was just a little bit less gay than us just normal FaceTiming, <laughs> <laughs> like just for conversation. Uh, 
Yeah. Oh, did you, we never talked about this. Remember the time I, it was a couple of weeks ago. I FaceTimed Ben completely shirtless. <laughs> oh, you're in a hotel room. With yeah. No and I was like, uh, did I just hang up on you? No. Did well, I, I think you throw my phone in the river. You were trying walk? to bail out. Like you were, I don't know whether you, you were like, sm- <laughs> it was just, it was very uncomfortable. I think I gave, yeah. It was so uncomfortable. I think I gave a courtesy laugh and I was like, I, I got to, uh, my phone's ringing and, uh, my dog's got to just chuck my phone somewhere. Uh, but, but so yeah, I watched Ben watch it. Then I called his brother, did the same thing, and watched him enjoy it. And uh, I just can't say enough about this guy. I mean, he really stepped up to the plate and, and knocked it out. So if if not for um, the fact that I think the bit was solid itself, I really want to get this out there because I think the guy, I mean, it's just top-notch animation. It's so cool. Like no, it's, it's different it's than not, anything you've ever seen. It's not our best bit. The animation is what makes it so really... And it's detail-oriented. It's really, really great. It'll be on HeyMyMan.com. It's there now. Okay, it's already on HeyMyMan.com, yeah. so you can check it out there. If not... Go to our Twitter. I'm sending this link out it's there. It's out on Twitter. <laughs> I literally went on YouTube and put in... Uh, I think I put in Dick Poop, Hey My Man, and it was the first thing that popped up right away. That's please, awesome. Please watch it. Please tell a friend. And if, comment it. If you're annoying them... Like I said on Twitter or to a message, send them my way if you're annoying them. It doesn't matter. We really, really need to drum something up for this guy because he did this uh, pro bono to get us out of jail. I'm hoping that uh, we get enough likes for him and we get enough eyes on this thing that he thinks it's beneficial to him to make another one. Yeah. Well, I think it's beneficial for him to make another one. I but, do too. Um, now I can't. I mean, he told me, uh, and I hope I'm not, you know, saying anything that he is out of school. I doubt I am, but he said like, there was a lot of things that he even did in this animation that he had never, never done before. Like a lot of subtle things. He'd never put um, a ball sack on <laughs> Kanye West before. So that was the first time ever. I think I, yeah, I would agree. Or, that at either. least the second or third time he's done that for sure. I think it fits so nicely though. he's like, how, how have I not done this before? But there's so many subtle things like your brother was telling me. It's funny because when I was, I'm, your brother was watching it and I kept seeing him like lean down and like look away. And I'm like, why are you looking away? You need to be looking at this all the whole time. Yeah. yeah. So after it's over, he's like, oh, I was taking notes because I wanted to tell you some <laughs> things that I liked about it. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Really? So there's nice. one point where like uh, I suggested that, you know, before it's funny because you're drinking beers all the time. And, uh, I was always Damn. drinking iced coffee. Yeah. So there's a me, I have like a twirly straw and I'm like in the <laughs> middle of a crazy like, straw. <laughs> I'm like, my lips get like super elongated and I'm sucking out of the it straw. Really? I mean, we don't, we don't, it ever, looks like the table we're sitting at. We the do, room we're in. Yeah. We do a lot of Twitter stuff and Facebook stuff, but we don't ever like take photos of us. We right. don't take like selfies of us podcasting. Cause, uh, the eighties band promo pictures. It just seems a little weak to yeah. take pictures of us ever. But if you, that is very, very, very much looks like where we podcast. <laughs> and that woman that's in bed with a guy that kind of looks like me does, norm, my wife normally does have two black eyes like that. <laughs> so, I mean, everything was perfect. I mean, down to the detail. I thought it was cool because like, if you notice uh, like where I'm sitting at the desk behind me, there's, it's an actual, like the Hollywood sign and it, it's like a picture. Yeah. It's yeah. like 3D cartoony. Like. It's just another level, man. And I'm sure like a- other he animators. Even did little cutaways and that, stuff. Yeah. Which I suggested to him and I thought that's a bit, you know, it's he a little pretentious on my part. He like this guy's doing it for free, but he did yeah. every single thing I asked him to. Yeah. And he was just, he told me, he's like, Hey, you know, I had some other things pop up and I really wanted this to be just amazing. And he's like, I even, I blew myself away. This is the best thing I've ever done. Wow. So congratulations to him, man. This I, I, I can't stop talking about it. Well, I know the our guy. Um, I shared it with everybody that I work with. I sent them all text, so I'm assuming tomorrow when I get to work, it may be my last day. 
But <laughs> yeah, Miller's the dick poop guy. Well, I know some of the other podcasts, like uh, Seven Days a Geek, that guy at the Angry Ginger on Twitter, he's always doing podcast stuff. He even said, like, man, this is a lot of people do podcasts. Uh, it is, I know it was like a dream of ours, but I think a lot of people that do funny audio bits, who doesn't want a cartoon of themselves doing it? Like, it's just funnier. Everything's funnier that way. So if you listen to the show and if you do a podcast, and if, even if you can't afford it, retweet it, tell a friend, somebody's going to have some scratch to, to get this guy and just, yeah, maybe we'll do a really Kickstarter or something just to, that's what I was thinking. Something's, oh, I don't know, throw, do what you got to do. You know, one of the other things is I, I had talked to uh, Abe from the Supernauts uh, podcast. I, I sent it to him and uh-huh. a lot of people, like you said, a lot of people were like, oh man, that was always a I've dream always of mine to sort to of that. animate a podcast. Yeah. Dude, who wouldn't want to be a cartoon? And I, I think know. that all things considered, he was, he, it was pretty accurate. The cartooning, I had the hard part. You Dude, know, I got, I got the checkered shirt on, the hair's <laughs> going up. I, got I a, did ask him to put I'm you in a night costume. We, we were going to go with that. And Jeez. I, at the last minute, I, <laughs> I backed Thank out. Because I thought me. if he made consecutive cartoons, it'd be great if you were always just in a night <laughs> costume. I just randomly show up in a night costume. <laughs> no, not randomly. That would just be. Oh, all the time? Right. Well. So, um,. Check it out. It is on uh, at heymyman.com. You could find it on our, uh, what is it, hey, my, at Hey My Man Podcast on Twitter. There, I've, I've sent out like 400 different uh, tweets with that link, so you'll see it on there. Our Facebook page, uh, it's all over the place. And at Luke Harkus Jeffries, I think it's L-U-K-E-H-A-R-K-U-S-J-E-F-F-R-I-E-S. So, yeah, before we go any further, from the bottom of our Hey My Man hearts, uh, thank you very much for doing that, man. It's awesome. Yeah, would do to do everything in our power to make it worth your while. This is Michael Rappaport, and you're now listening to the Hey My Man podcast. This last week or the week before, you actually read a seminar in Indianapolis and stayed in the exact same hotel. You sent me a message. You're like, hey, was this a hotel you were talking about by the airport? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. And you're like, I'm staying in that exact same I was same looking hotel. for a hair on the ceiling of my shower that maybe it was still there. <laughs> did you th- did, did you find the accommodations pleasant? I thought it was great. Yeah, I thought it was wonderful. I don't go out of town that much, man. So when I do, I'm very excited. It was actually, uh, I was joking around with, with my wife because I told her, I said, when I go there, it's it's not outside of the realm of possibility. That I'm gonna go there, and I'm. It's gonna be so weird to me to not have like two toddlers running around and be tired and blah blah blah. I was like, I may get done with my, you know, training and that, and go home and either meditate and or sleep the entire time. Like I may spend like, like sixteen hours in bed at one time. <laughs> I may just not leave the room. And in in typical um, Ben fashion, I didn't do that. I wanted to do it, and I was like, well, I could go grab a beer. We could go party. Oh, the Blackhawks are on. Next thing I know, it's a blur. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. But like, I had that idea to do it. But the first night I got there, I, I got there, um, I worked out. And it's funny because I was even like texting. I was like, hey, is this room you were running in? Is this room you locked yourself in? I was trying to like recreate stuff. But uh, I worked out and it was it was late at night and I got some food. And I laid in bed and it was just, the air conditioner worked too well. It was too, it was nice and cold. The room was too quiet. It was, uh, I had too much room to myself right. in the bed. Everything was too clean and too nice. I couldn't sleep. I just laid there until like two in the morning going like, this is just I I can't waste I can't waste this by sleeping. I'll just stare at the ceiling. And even that is like nice. And they give you like these little tray tables it's supposed to be like mm-hmm. a, what do they say like a work desk or like It's for you to like lay in bed and it's got like a like a beanbag thing on the bottom and you just put it on your lap and Yeah, it's got like a, it's it's a wooden it's a bed platform, desk, I guess. A bed desk. It's got a wooden it's a wooden platform with a cushion at the bottom and you're supposed to be able to sit that on your lap while you sit in bed in your leisure. 
and uh, type away and hammer out those Excel reports or, or I don't know what the kids are using these days on the, their Microsoft computers. But uh, actually, it's actually uh, they ought to put this in their brochure, but it's super good for if the Blackhawks win and you happen to have a bunch of food left over from lunch earlier. If you want to go home in bed and you want to eat, like, let's just say, for example, I'll throw something out that I don't let's say a pizza stuff from Subway and you want to just like have that with you. You're supposed to be hammering out a desk. You can also uh, use it to fall asleep while you have foodling. I'll all be over honest you. with you. I would rather some vile sex act happen in a, in a hotel bed than to think about some Dude. disgust or eating food. Dude. <laughs> what? <laughs> Whoever comes to that room next to me, it's like it's one thing to put a blue light over your pillow and go like, oh, that's disgusting. But they're going to go. Mustard. They're going to go, dude, why the? F, why is basil under my right, pillow? Right. That's bullshit. Like, they're going to get in there, they're going to see, like, rotten spinach. Because, you like, know, like, when black you, olives. Especially when people are alone and, you know, you're not going to get up and get a napkin. You're going to wipe your hands on whatever's next to you, whether it be your pants oh, or the bed sheets. And that's what I'm saying. Like, whether it be your wife and she's asleep and you just happen to use yeah, her hair as a, usually, as, a, as a towel. Normally. But, uh,. Yeah, the whole idea of someone sitting in bed shirtless eating like a fried shirtless chicken dinner is or the day I was born, dude. Well, yeah, that's why I call. I was shirtless the minute I got uh, in the hotel room for the whole I time. I think I probably had underwear on, but that's I. You know, <laughs> it's funny. Did the maid pee in your toilet? What's no? All right. No. Just Did you me. see what I was talking about? Just about me, how they, and it's called a sink. How they make an arrowhead out of the toilet paper? Because you acted like you—that's the craziest thing you'd ever heard of. I don't know if I saw that. I had super cool little pockets made out of towels and stuff. But no, you had towels made out. Of there's pockets. this like level of depravity that I guess I guess once you hit thirty, and if you're single and live alone, you probably do it. Oh, I'm so jealous right now. You probably do it all the time. But uh, there's there's things that like. I may have a few beers and fall asleep on the couch watching the movie once in a while. Say, you know, uh, let's say probably say it's a weekday. Always. Say it's a weekday. Right. Or maybe I'm excited because it's the weekend. But say you leave, you know, chips and salsa out or something, you know, because you had a late night snack, something like that. That's like the things like, oh, I'm going to hear some crap about this tomorrow because I love snacks. I'll sit on the couch. But when there's no one there, dude, <laughs> there's no one there to watch you. That's how shit just gets out of control. It's like. Dude, I'll take a deep dish pizza. Give me some egg rolls. Uh, just fucking throw ice cream on the end of the bed. I'll go up and scoop it later with right. my fingers. Like, you can just lay in bed. There's probably pizza sauce everywhere. And I'm like, hey, not my bed. Someone's going to clean it later. Right. I'm I'm probably the guy that screws it up for everybody. Most people are like, look, we can keep this hotel working efficiently. If, if, the, if the guests are fairly respectful, these sheets will get a year out of them and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, all right, dude, there's, there's Parmesan everywhere. It's like on yeah. the walls. <laughs> but so that's what you can use the desk for. Did you go to the airport bar I was talking about across the quad there? You said airport bar. There was one that I could walk to. Just it was like across. yeah, it was like a Holiday Inn or the, whatever the other hotel is there. They have like a just rest across room. the field or yeah. across like a no street? across the field. Yeah, I went across the field. I walked there, <coughs> and like there was NBA Finals run. There was one guy sitting there, and, <laughs> and and I was waiting to see some weirdo sex stuff. I wanted to see guys hanging out like. Like, asking the bartender, like, hey, what are you doing after work? I want to see all this creepy stuff. Nothing doing. The bartender didn't want me there. And I, they did that thing where I was like, hey, is the kitchen still open? Can you guys? Uh, yeah, we have a couple. And whenever they say, like, uh, we're open for another 20 minutes, what that means is everything's saran, du- saran, right. ran, uh, saran you wrapped could, up. You might get some potato chips. Yeah. It, I would rather her go, like, dude, I can just nuke you a hot dog, like, straight up right now. <laughs> I would rather her do that. But to go... Yeah, we're still offering, you know, the the creme fraiche and the Scottish egg, and there's only two things on, there's only a couple things left on the, on the menu here, but 
I guess. Let me check and see if let me see let me see if they still have the faux the faux gras the stuffed duck. Let me see if they still have that for ten more. It's like no, if you're closing in ten minutes, I don't want any of that nice yeah, stuff. But, you just okay, offered. you brought up a great point. It's I I don't get. I was telling my kid today. I said, you know, the way I've always looked at things, and I guess the way my family is, if you're on time, that means you're fifteen minutes early. I'm always early to everything I do. I get like crazy. You know, I, I'm sure you're just going to blow your mind, but I get like super anxious and I make sure that I'm there and, you know, the first guy there all the time. And so when somebody says like, the, hey, the kitchen closes at 10, I feel like that means you're cooking until 10 and then you start breaking things down at 10 one. So feel that way. That's what, what I should know. Be. Oh, of course, because you're in the, here we go. Here we Everything go again. is saran wrapped up at 1035. It's, it's not fair for you to ask the cook to stay, even though the, the kitchen's open Dave, till 10. He's already started. I wish we lived in a world where they didn't start breaking down the kitchen until 11 p.m., but we don't. We live in a real world where... I think they game, or they, they, they ballpark they want to be They out look out outside the kitchen, and they, they see, okay, there's two guys out here, three yeah, guys. Yeah, rightfully so. They want to be out there probably not going to eat, so we're going we're gonna to take a chance and start cleaning. But right. that's fine if you... If somebody then walks in, it's like that time when me and you were out and they kept saying like, like when was, we went to true barbecue right. and monster. Yeah. We're just about to close. And we're like, yeah, well, and then the manager came over and was like, we're open until you guys are ready to leave. And then the waitress came followed right behind yeah. him. was like, yeah, I know that he said that, but we're about to close. There's a discrepancy on when right. we and want like, you to go. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone <laughs> just stood there and stared at us, which we've, you know, obviously told the story before. Right. That's why I say like, if, if you, if you're, Place closes at 10, and I look understand. Episode, it's about making money. Look up episode Colossal Nachos. <laughs> Was that the one? No, no, that's on YouTube. Oh, it's just it's a good one either Yeah, way. I think that's the one. Um, so, all no, in all, your experience know. was good. You enjoyed the hotel. There was no uh, nothing. nothing. I, I, it was great. I loved it. And honestly, you think my wife listens? No. Oh, it went too fast, dude. Way You're still married. Fast. There's it, no way your wife listens it at It went point. too fast, yeah. It was, yeah, that's right. If I've gone this far, big deal. <laughs> Uh, it went, did it rejuvenate you for another year? Kind of. Cause I got, the, like I said, I got there Sunday. I had this, I walked across the field and they made me a burger or whatever, which was, it was really nice. It was really good, but I was expecting, I wanted some weirdness and nothing was weird. It was just like, Hey dude, we're going to close. You can have a burger. Next night was the Hawks game. Uh, next night I had, I, I got family that lived down there. So it's <clears> funny. <throat> some guy was walking in the hotel he, his buddy told him there's weirdness over there, and he just sees you, the only lone scumbag in the hotel. He's like, this is all He's messed like, up. Very accurate. <laughs> right. Very, very. It's right on the nose. All right. Uh, Tuesday, I went and I visited with family, which was just super cool. I had family down there. And, uh, oh, man, I should tell you about nursing homes sometimes. <laughs> boy, oh, boy, did I go to one in Indy. I got, to, I got to go visit my grandma and, like, my aunts and cousins and all that stuff Tuesday. And then Wednesday, as soon as class was done, like, I packed up and left. And I was just like, man. This was, I wanted. You did everything. Got it all done. Yeah, I packed it in like a vacation. Like when you go to Disney World and you're like, Monday we're going to Epcot. <laughs> like Tuesday we're going to see Michael Jackson. Wednesday we're going to see Michael Jackson uh, again. So, but yours was more like Monday I'm going to get fucked up and watch the Hawks game. And yeah. Tuesday I'm going to get messed up and I'm going to go to grandma's house. And Wednesday I'm going to get messed up. <laughs> I'm going to sit in the hotel room. And Thursday. Well, I mean, if you're hitting some bullet points that are, that are, fair, <laughs> that are fairly right on. But, oh, the night that the Hawks, uh, we did. I did go to. Have you ever been to? His, I know you smoke cigars way more than me. Um, you go to cigar bars. Have you done that? 
I've been, I've never smoked a cigar in a cigar bar. And you know what? I, I really wish I had because my dad, uh, before he passed away, he was really pushing this whole, let's go, hey, let's go and uh, sit at a cigar bar and smoke cigars. And I'm like, well, it's very weird because I don't like, I sort of feel like you have to be a cigar aficionado in order to go there. Because up, but if your dad says go to a cigar bar, you go to a cigar yeah, bar. Yeah, I didn't know he was going to die. Ugh, so I forgot to say anything either. That's weird. You know, so. If I now looking back, <laughs> I probably should have. Uh, no, but, I know. But with that being said, I always feel like if you go to a place like that, you're going to get called on the carpet. And one of the things for me is always like, I don't want to be a poser. So I don't want to go into a place. I, I don't have that thing in me like where I'll swallow my pride and I'll learn. So well, there's two ways you can go, which is with anything like this, when you feel like you're out of your element and it isn't teaching anything to anyone, but you can show up and you can go like, yeah, I'll have a, you know, you fake it. Or you can be like, oh, this is my first time. I've never smoked a cigarette. You, you could, I, you, I've never sat in a chair before. What's a lighter? You, you know what I mean? Yeah, and but you could play super dumb. You could so go in there and ask for a certain kind of cigar. And you could fake it. I mean, I smoke cigars, so I can, I know what I like. Mm. But I'll never forget, my dad was telling me that he went there one day and he was smoking a cigar and he goes, uh, oh, yeah, I was talking to the guy. I, I picked you up a cigar. And the guys that I was smoking a cigar with were talking and, and they started making, they were laughing about the, the infused cigars that you smoke because yeah. they think those are your like Nancy, a joke. Your Nancy right. sticks. <laughs> yeah. They're, my, they're like Zima. sticks. And, and I just was like, I got so offended. I'm like, Hey, you know what? I smoke cigars too. And, 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 you know, and we should be supportive of one another in the Until cigar smoking when, community. When he's done with his flavored camel, <laughs> right. he can come back here and we'll get him a real one. And that's pretty much what happened. So no, uh, actually my brother, uh, there's a place in Cherville, Indiana, that's called 1101. It's a cigar bar, and they're going to have a, a Drew Estate cigar like party or whatever, where yeah? the company's going to come out there. I think I want to say it's go. July 1st. Do they serve booze too? No, you uh, can get coffee. All right, okay, all right. I got time. <laughs> you can wear a Camelback or something in there. <laughs> I got I got a flask. So, uh, yeah. So I no short answer no. I've never okay. smoked a cigar in the cigar place. I just, because I don't want to be asked about cigars and, and not know what the hell I'm talking about. And I assume when you meet a guy, but, okay, when you, you random conversation at a bar, you were looking at sports, talking about sports, but if there's no sports going on in there and I'm smoking a cigar and you're sitting across in a recliner smoking a cigar, one thing we have in common is we both like cigars. So the very first thing we're probably going to talk about is cigars. Or what do you do for a living? Maybe I think you're under the impression that you got to go there and mingle. Yeah. Why? Well, that's what you do in social, you know, especially because this the way this place is set up isn't necessarily like it's not very big. So you're everyone. There's it's sort of like my living room. There's a couple of couches and a couple of chairs. So you're going to be not sectioned off. You don't think like partition? it's not like a restaurant where it's a you could you could have a private conversation not like urinals where there's like screens in between <laughs> right, or whatever. Right. Dude, this place, this place it's I went like to. like a Benihana where everyone is sitting around the same table. This place I went, oh, are you sure? All right. It's not so much like, there is a couple other areas, but See, I, I, I feel even... like if you're the only guy smoking a cigar and another guy walks in and he walks to the far other side and he's smoking a cigar, it's weird for everybody. Well, you, I don't, you don't walk in, you go in with someone else. Like, I went in with another dude, right? We went to this place, is called Nikki Blaine's and it's like in downtown Indy. We had a few... And then we went to Nikki Blaine's. I I brought up. I said, "Hey man, I'll be at Nikki Blaine's August 3rd. Really? Yeah, I gotta go. I'm going back there. So yeah, I'll go there too. I'll just meet you down there. We'll smoke. So I cigars. Happened, I happened to mention at the first um, place that we were at. I said, "Hey man, I have this diesel cigar that a friend gave me. 
And if the Hawks win tonight, I may just go back to the hotel and sit out on the porch and smoke this stick and just in, and bask in the glory of the Stanley Cup, you know? Uh, well, if you mentioned... You did put in a lot of hard work, so... It would be, it would be like, uh, it would be like if someone mentioned to me like that I didn't think like drink craft beer or wear V-necks or something. Mm-hmm. It would be like if somebody was like, "Hey man, after, you know tonight I may just like I may just go and have myself a lightning cools and like wear and wear like a V-neck and I'd be like, whoa, 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 yeah, right. let me show you something. You know what I mean? Let me teach you a little something. Oh no! So, dude, I was with no. He's like, oh, you smoke cigars? Like, wow. He he, he had it from the word from the word cigar. It was like it was a go. He's like, dude, we're out of town, but I still know a place two blocks away where we can go and we can smoke cigars. Let's go. And I said, that sounds great. Let's do it. So we go. This, this is in Indy? This is in Indianapolis, okay. yeah. And this place, it was really cool, but this is a very region-centric show we're doing, but I don't care because the core of our fans are from around here. But have you ever been to Freddy's Steakhouse in Hammond? Yeah. This place was like that, but, dude, it was like you go in. We must have gone down eight levels. Like there was people mining coal one level down from where we were. We're way down in the ground, and and all of a sudden, you know, when you get into like you have a, like a ventilation system, uh, not that I saw. <laughs> but you're like you know like when you're knee deep into like a wild night out of town, like it's just sort of like go with the flow. Next thing you know, we're no, at this, I don't. But go ahead. <laughs> well, next thing you know, we're at this place and we're going down eight levels, and we're we're down in this place and it's dark and dimly lit and it looks like I'm in Freddy's Steakhouse. And and if you guys don't aren't from the region or know that. What I mean by that is, it's like a speakeasy, like an old old school like. It uh, very much, yeah. It's a very good way to describe it. It looked almost like a. They had a sign, but other than the sign, it looked very <laughs> like secretive. Like you go down these stairs and you go in this room. It's dimly lit. There's like these old chairs and old couches and like the stuff that you would set your drink down on was like I don't know if it was marble or not, but like stone. T- everything looked really like like my grandfather had he smoked or drank would have been like this is the shit. You know what I mean? Would have loved it. And, you know, this this cocktail waitress type comes up and is like, hands me a menu, but instead Here of... Here you go. And just, She's like, here's your smart cigars. She walks up with a menu and she goes, which hole? <laughs> and I was like, uh, uh... So I looked at the menu and I was like, I don't know, I had to hit the bathroom. Anyways, here's my mistake number one. I say, I'm going to hit the bathroom. He said, go ahead and order. Normally, a menu's got food or at least drinks, but it was just all these different cigars. I don't know. I'm basically just looking at the number, going like, I can afford that. So I, I go to, I go to the bathroom and I come back and she says, okay, I got his, uh, oh, what do you want? And I say, well, I'll just have what he's having. He knows what he's doing. You know what I mean? I figure this guy, you know, he knows what's up. So I'll just follow his lead. Well, not a big deal, but me being a cheap tight ass. Yeah, I was going to say, right, like a back, $22 cigar. She bring me back a $20 cigar. Yeah. She's like, you want a V cut, right? And I was like, I don't know what you're saying. And why is that thing cost $20? Right. But the guy was like. Uh, it's pretty smooth. Like you'll you'll dig it, and I did. It was good. Like I smoked it all the way. Do like, you remember what it was? Man, I couldn't pronounce it. I have. A, I had him send me a picture of it. I'll I'll let you know <laughs> later. Right. It was it was it was really good. It wasn't it wasn't harsh. I don't know if I'd know harsh from not harsh, but I feel like being. Oh, not, I think you would. Being not a big cigar smoker, I would have halfway through. But I mean, I, were you drinking? Um, well, yeah. that's a stupid question. How dare you? First of all, <laughs> goddamn dare you. <laughs> yes, I had a couple Manhattans floating my way. Oh, so that's what I was going to say. You weren't drinking beer. No, well, that's the thing. Some sort he, of a heathen. No, I think he had like a Captain like a and Coke or something. But I said, man, if I don't have a whiskey with this cigar. Right. But then I said to myself, I'm out of, same with the bed. I'm going to sleep like a starfish because I can. I was like, I'm out of town. I'm at a cigar bar. Bring me a whiskey and a cigar. And it was it was wonderful and it was good. I don't know if I do that kind of thing all the time. But I swear to God, dude. 
You see, you <laughs> well, see. the shot was, or the whiskey was probably like nine bucks, and then it just. Oh, I, I don't. Probably kind of. I don't want you get. I don't want you get in more trouble than you need to. So it was probably really cheap. Let's just say I had totally a cigar and a couple drinks for fifty right. bucks. <laughs> but the point is, you've seen Eyes Wide Shut, right? Yeah. <laughs> Any moment, I thought I'd walk around the corner, and it would just be like the gimp on top of a dude with like a bird mask. <laughs> And, like, this guy's, like, Stanley Copazon and, like, has feathers coming out of him. And I'm not sure if he's a man or a woman. <laughs> like, it got super. You got to flip him over to check it out. You know what I mean? When you got a buzz on and you go in a place seven floors down and it's dimly lit and you're smoking a cigar that costs 20 bucks. Uh, for for maybe for maybe a normal person, this wouldn't be a big deal. But to me, it was half traumatizing, half really awesome. So I just went with it. I just rode the wave. Like, by the time I went, at freshman year when I went to a party and they did a keg stand on a kegger and I fell asleep on a lawnmower. I just went with it. What are the odds? Are you still following me? Yeah. What are the odds if, when I'm back down there, you drive to Indianapolis to do a podcast in the cigar bar? Real good. <laughs> right. It's only two hours. Yeah. So real good. <laughs> two and a half. It's real You can't good. sleep yeah. in my hotel room. You got to turn around and go. Dude, if I go back to that cigar bar, who knows where I'm sleeping? All right. That's all I'm saying. It, I could be I could be uh, stretched out on the guillotine with the gimp saying, like, you asked for it. What's your credit card number? You know what I mean? But that was really cool. Indy was cool. Yeah, it was fun. But the, but, what was that place called again? Nikki Blaine. Sorry. I know the answer, but I'm going to ask you for the sake of conversation. Have <laughs> you ever used Uber? I don't even know what that is. You told me, and I, I've seen it. Like, I asked my wife. I said, what's Uber? And she goes, oh, that's where you decide that you want to be a cab driver and you just sign yourself up, and then you're a cab driver. It's like ta- it's like taxi driver meets Facebook. I have a problem with that. Just real quick off the bat, because I'm like, <laughs> please. The people that are taxi drivers have to get a they have to get a license to be a, like a chauffeur's license. Dude, it specific. takes ten minutes to be an Uber driver. That's a little scary because even the people who are cab now. drivers, some are especially in the city like Chicago. It's terrifying well they had an issue with people like getting attacked and stuff with uber and that's what i was gonna say there's zero there's got to be zero quality control and it's like if i get in a cab as a company owned vehicle legs man i go nuts and i feel like cab drivers whatever they do i don't really i don't really i have but you normally don't sit in the front of a cab let me just ask you so if the guy will just if the guy is like food garbage or whatever in the front of his cab fine but I feel like cab drivers don't store personal belongings in the back area. Mm. And I'm assuming that if you're getting, like somebody could drive up in a Windstar and have like a baby seat and like, ah, you're going to have to sit around the baby that's seat. Good. All right. So, however, there's a rating system and that's where that, and people want to get high ratings and or tips, um, which is another oh, thing. I'm sure I, you, lucky is, you picked up you then. We'll get to that. All right. Um, let me ask you this. Would you, ra- would you rather, you've been in taxis before in yes. the city. Would you rather have that dude that picked you up or just a normal person drive you? The dude, the the, tag, the cab driver. So you've got in, you'd be like, this taxi driver is awesome. He seems normal. I don't mind being in his car. Because every time it's I never, get a taxi, no, it's, that's I don't never happened, But I feel like they know the lay of the land. And then your your biggest concern is, is this yeah, guy going to try like to drive me like, like extra to try to get, you know. I just feel like they're just like, I don't care if I die today. Like when I get in a taxi. I agree to that. But I also feel like you, I guess I sort of, I assume, and I know this is a stupid assumption, that cab companies sort of vet their people a little bit. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Yeah, I know that's, it is. Come on, even I'm I know it naive. is. I know. But I'm just saying like, 
John Wayne Gacy could be picking you up more likely in an Uber cab than in a regular cab. Serial killer, yes, but just normal full blown nuts, no. I, I, I like I lay said, it on me. What do you got? Like I said with my work friend that I found, you found a work friend. I found a work friend too. And I said to him, he, he got the price of a cab, and he said, "Hey, to go from here, where we're at to India, I, I, I googled the taxi thing, and be like thirty, thirty-five bucks." And I said, "Hold on, my friend, let me check Uber." I checked, and it was like eighteen dollars, like half price, right? And he's like, "Oh, have you ever used it? This and that." And I said, "Listen, the one thing you don't know about me, I'll do anything for a good story. We're getting an Uber driver. This guy's coming. As a matter of fact, why don't we just order two or three and let him fight and see what happens?" <laughs> so we ordered this Uber driver. I had to get the app. Download the Uber app. You have to put your credit card information in, yada, yada. It's pretty easy. Dude's there in like eight minutes. It's It tells you, first of all, when you're looking to record one, it says, or not to record one, when you're looking to have one pick you up, you say your location and it says how far away the nearest one is. It says, yeah, eight minutes. So I tell this guy, hey, I'm going to do a quick workout. We'll go down to the lobby and we'll call one. Literally, a taxi would have been like 45 minutes. To come, oh, I got to come all the way out to the airport and pick you up. That's why it costs so much. This dude is an Uber driver. He's just circling the area, waiting for somebody, right? To murder. Maybe. <laughs> right, maybe. So he comes and gets us literally in eight minutes. Like, it's, it's wonderful. I look at the picture, and the guy looks like Walter White from Breaking Bad, though. I swear to God, but with a little bit of hair, like pre, pre-diagnosis, uh, Walter White. So Walter White picks us up, and uh, he's fine everything, but but... Since I don't know anything and I'm super nervous and am weird anyways around people, he picks me up and he, and, he, and he rolls on the window and he has a little, you know it's them because uh, they'll tell you the plate number, which is kind of nice, and they'll have a sticker that says Uber on their on their windshield. This guy pulls up and I say, hey, I never did this before. Do I sit in the back or the front? But I got a guy with me. I thought if we both sit in the back, <laughs> if, if we both sit in the back, it's super taxi-ish. This is Uber. Let's let our hair down a little bit. And he goes, oh, you sit wherever you want, you know? I go, well, then I want to sit in the front. So I sit in the front with him. Here's where it starts to get weird. He's fine. And I tell him, hey, this is the first time I ever did Uber. So just just so you know, I'm just... Rookie mistake. Just, you know, I'm just doing this, working these things out. You know, thanks for picking this up or whatever. He starts right away and he's like, yeah, a lot of people wouldn't have picked you up, man. You know, like I say thanks as like... Uh, it's a throwaway thank you. Right. I don't mean it. Right. I just, you know what I mean? I don't mean it at all. I just mean like, It's yeah. basically the end way you are, are leaving a sentence. You're just like It's a nice way of me saying, right. I'm getting in your car. Right. That's all it is. So I get in the car and he's like, yeah, a lot of people, they you know, because we're so close, like the fare's not, he's basically saying like the fare's not enough. It's not worth it. For me to pick you up and take you to downtown right. Indy is not really worth my time. So I'm already, I'm like. Well, you didn't have to. You could have said, like, kick rocks. I don't want to right. do it. We get in the car. Wait, did you have to tell him where you were and what destination you were going to prior to him picking you up? You say where you want to get picked up. And I believe, yeah, you give him a destination. So he already knew where I wanted to go. Right. So, so he, he knew knows, what, he he was, knows, what he was going to make we're doing without tw- the tip. We're doing 12 miles right. or something. Yeah. Uh, and I Googled the tipping part. We'll get to that. But I get in, and he's like, well, since you're new to Uber, let me, let me, let me lay a few things down for you. I don't really want to know a few things. I was just saying that to go like, hey, I'm new at this. It's like the thank you. I don't mean it. Should have sat in the back. I'm just, I should have. I should have sat in the back. So I'm just like, yeah, I'm sitting. He's like, well, first thing about Uber you got to know is, uh, I mean, there's a rating system. Like when I drop you off, I'll give you a rating system. Like as a passenger, you give me a rating, you know, and that thing is like five stars to one or whatever. This is, and if you get less than two and a half, you don't have to, you won't pick that person up again. Like basically say, 
I sit in the front seat, and as you're driving me home, I try to grab your booby, right? Mm-hmm. I, I go full on. I try to, like, do a nipple twist. Maybe that's two stars. Maybe one and a half. Maybe even one if you're a prude about it. But you can say, if that dude needs a ride, I won't pick him up again. And I can say, hey, I don't want Walter White to pick me up again. So next, somebody else. Like once you give him the one star, it no longer shows up on his phone. When yeah, you... I think, don't quote me, but I want to say like less than two and a half or three out of five or something like that. He won't even recognize when you're asking. It won't even put you two together. You're not an option anymore. Right, okay. Yeah, if you get a bad rating, you're not an option. Hopefully someone in the upper ups goes, hey, this dude's got a bunch of bad stars. <laughs> like maybe we should cut him out. There's your vetting system. So, but he's giving me the Uber thing and it's like, Eight minutes goes on, and after I don't know how, how many to, boobs have to get touched before you're vetted, though. I don't know how to politely go like, dude. I don't. I was being polite. I don't care about Uber that much. I just, I just, I just want. I mean, I just, thanks for picking me up. So and then he starts going. You guys ever been downtown Indy before? So, yeah, a couple times. You know what? Oh man, there's the best. He goes. There's only one more. There's only one. Uh, what did he refer to it at? Like his word for strip joint. There's only one. Uh, like uh, go. Oh, there's only one more go-go joint in town. There's only go-go one go-go. Joint. There's only one go-go joint left, and it's Dancers? yada yada, yeah, whatever the place was. Oh, uh, you want the best? You want the best deli meats in town? You go here. You go here. He's like, oh, the, you're looking for women? The women hang out on this block, and you go. To, these are the bars where people hook up. And this is, you want to go to a blues bar? He's giving us all that. The concierge of your dreams. I'm politely making jokes. I'm doing what I do. I'm like jab, jab, right hook, just straight right every once in a while, just trying to let you know, like, hey, I'm in this conversation, but don't want to keep it up. And he's oh, this and that. And he goes, you guys want me to take you to... Our place was like right downtown. I forget. I The name of the bar escapes me, but it's one of those places, a million beers or whatever. And I go, yeah, just, just drive. He goes, I can take you around the circle and show you guys a little bit of indie, uh, a.k.a. run your bill up, or or I can just drop you off. And I say, yeah, let's go with that second one. Just just <laughs> drop us off where we asked to go. We've already entered an agreement. I entered it in the computer I want to go, and then we spoke about it. So that's <laughs> basically three times you know where I want to go. Uh, he goes and he's like, yeah, there's this you can eat if you want to eat fine dining. It's, dude, me and this guy, I'm wearing a Silver Sun pickup shirt. No, I don't want fine dining. I want to get a beer and a burger. Just drop me off at our joint. Oh, if you ever bring your old lady down there, you can go to there. And now um, at this point, I'm starting to get like. Is that when you were texting me? You're like, I need to har- I need to harness my inner Dave. Tell me how to get. <laughs> what do yes. I do in this situation? <laughs> yes. Yes. Because he starts telling me more about old downtown Indian. Oh, you can go here. And it's. It's been like 10 minutes of this. And I mean, he, other than the nonstop like suggestions, he's been fine. I really, other than that, I, I could, for sure he was a smoker. I can tell like every time he got out of the car, he smoked and just brought it back with him. And did that thing that when people have false teeth, I shouldn't even say this, I feel bad. But when people have false teeth, before they talk, they have to prep. Almost like a running start. Like you go, uh, like, uh, you guys like blues music? You used to go to a, you can tell they're putting the teeth right. back. Uh, this is a joint right down here. That was throwing me off too. So he starts circling the block showing me stuff I go no no dude that's our place right there like just drop us off you know I don't have the weird like oh, this guy's a serial killer thing going but I do have the like I might yank him out of his car thing going at this point <laughs> and uh he's like oh well hold on hold on he says hold on to me one time like alright now I'm like <laughs> now I'm like my like if, you know if I'm a cat like my hair is starting to stand up a little bit I go no no dude we're gonna get off and we're gonna go to this bar right here well, just later on, if you guys want time, and he starts pointing, and he's going around the block again. Is he's there like, a meter in his car? 
it's all satellite. It's all mm-hmm. GPS on your phone. But it's not a big deal. So you could be look at your phone and see the bill running up. I, he's got it on his thing on the dashboard. Like, it's held up by a sticky thing. Uh, we're going to... It's not running the bill up much. Like, a dollar or two, which is pissing me off more. Like, hey, dude, you're not jerking me around so you can make money. Like, what right. are you doing? And he's suggesting... Exactly that. He's suggesting and suggesting. And finally, I go, you got to stop here and we're getting out. You know what I mean? And he's like, oh, well, later on, you got to... Stop right here. Like, and I made him stop like in the middle of the road. And I was like, I was, I was this close to violence. I mean, I, when I say this, maybe I mean this. I was a half a block away from like grabbing him by the collar. But I was like, it was, it was weird because it was a, it was a very, there, there was a chasm between like, this is a nice, polite Uber thing and everything's going fine because he wasn't being a dick, but he was doing enough to make me almost want to choke him. It was a really strange, strange thing. So maybe I got one star on that trip. I don't know. But here's the thing. Oh, you don't get to see your review? He re- how he reviews you? He told me before I got out. He's like, here, see, like, for example, here's you. I'm giving you five stars. And I said, oh, okay, cool. And I didn't do it in front of him. I was like, I don't, whatever. Thank you for the stars. I give two shits about my stars. Right. Right. <laughs> so I step out. Prior to this, I was getting angry, by the way. Prior to this, I had Googled, do you tip Uber? And I looked at all these news things. And I says, can't believe you even looked it up. I can't believe you just Well, I don't know, because this is normal people, and how does this work? And they, He's providing they, a service for you. Yeah, he's providing a service, but, but they get paid different. It's not like a $2 an hour thing, and I don't know how it works. I don't know. So I Google it, and all these articles say you don't pay. This goes against everything I've ever <laughs> learned. But these articles say... No, you don't pay, but you should. Maybe you should. Uh, uh, Uber even states on their website, no, they get compensated fairly. They don't need to. So I get out. Dude's been weird. I've almost punched him in the face by now. And I step out and he goes, okay, so everything was good? And does that thing like where it's like right. the awkward sounds like, okay, so it's good, you know, good ride? I go, yeah, it's fine. But I'm kind of mad, you know? He's like, all right, cool. So, you know, anything? Uh, you know, I don't know what he said, but he basically was just like kind of waiting like with his with his like mental palm out waiting for some money. And I go, we're good. And I shut his door and I walked away. And I was like, I was like, I don't know if you, I don't know if you would argue with me. You'd be so proud of me at this moment. But I was just like, I'm not going to tip you. Cause I'm not sure about Uber. I never don't tip dude. Never. But like it got, it got weird. Did you get him back on the stars? Did you well, that's why I texted stars? you. Cause I was like, what do I star him? I would evaluate him. What, what how is? many times do you have to tell a guy, stop, let me out before I you might go. actually just take the key out of the car while he's driving. That's where it was getting. Yeah, there's once. But my thing was like, dude, you drive me around the block. It depends who I'm with. Obviously, if I'm with my family, he's gonna get an extra block out of it. But if it was, if oh, I was, I, if see, I was I, with less you, block, one less block. If I was with family. you, oh no, I would probably be just, I just ninja roll right out the. My buddy in the back <laughs> was just riding the waves, and he was like, oh, but you, but too, you really you know? didn't know that person, right? No. That was a person you met at the yeah, seminar. He's a work friend. So that that's. You don't necessarily know how he's. I know you enough to know if I give you a look like, "Hey Ben, we're opening the door and I'm count of three and we're we're bailing." Yeah, yeah. That's what's happening here. Yeah. I throw the money at the guy and just run out the door. I was like, "Dude, I'm not looking for women. I'm not looking for go-go joints. I want a burger and Why a beer." Are you beer. winking? Was I? No, go ahead. Oh, <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, you don't have to convince me. It was it was super. Uh, it was it was super weird. I got another one on the way back. But oh, this really? time, but this time I'm lit like a Christmas tree. I'm not gonna lie to the listeners or you. They just won the Stanley Cup. I was having a good time. I was having a great time. I. This next one was really good. She picked us up like in a minivan, and she was like, mm, "I'm trying to make a few dollars for the night." I threw money at her. Everything was great. I don't know. So that was my Uber experience. It was really weird. His teeth were falling out. It smelled like smoke. However, 
He was very knowledgeable about the city. He was doing this thing where like, like if you and I don't know each other and we're in a car and he, and I say, you know a lot about Indy. You know what I mean? How long you been here? And he says, oh, about 34 years. And then I say, oh, that's cool. Just kidding. Ha <laughs> ha. About like two. Like that's not a joke, right? right yeah. Like that's, I know a lot of podcasts I've heard. And you're just like, jokes you're just that going are, like either way, whatever. I'm yeah. fine. I really didn't really want to know the answer to that I question. Guess, to begin with. I guess it's my fault for letting my hair down mentally because I always think like, um, see, I would, I, I would take that opportunity to put the, take the power back in the other way. And I, I, I would, I would mess with him the same way he was messing with you. You know what I mean? Like I'd be just as, as ornery as he was. I just didn't. You just you didn't care enough to even get involved in it for the joke. My thank you was fake. Oh. All right, my thank you was it fake. was insincere. When I say hey, thanks for picking me up, it's it's not. It, it's fake in that like I don't mean it, but I don't mean in disrespect either. I just mean this is what I'm supposed to say. Yeah, because you paid him to. This pick is a you transaction. Up. It's not like the guy drove by yeah. and, and was like, "Hey, did you need a ride?" Not a real thank you. Don't need a real. You're welcome. Uh, when I say how long you've been in the area, don't need a real answer. Don't, don't need you. I've don't need ever, you to take a shot at me for asking. I don't think I've ever told a cab driver thank you. I give him the money and the. But tip. it was Uber. You're like a real guy. So I'm. I'm. So, I'm. I'm sorry that was long winded. I should no, have. I should. I should have had that like more succinct and like bullet pointed. But it was just. It was. An, I remember getting out and going like, dude, I almost choked an Uber driver, and then I didn't tip him, but I felt like I should have tipped him, and it was weird, and he looked like Walter White, and I thought his teeth were gonna fall out. Uh, <laughs> I can't wait to podcast. You know what I mean? DDP yoga you were talking about? Yeah. I had to laugh. Did you see this video? No. Did you see the soldier video? No. Are you all up in it? No. But there was a video on Facebook that was a YouTube video or whatever that made its way to Facebook where it was a whole long story about, and it didn't say, it wasn't upfront about DDP, but it was a guy who was a paratrooper in maybe Desert Storm or, or, you know, one of the conflicts soon after that, that from jumping out of planes and everything, uh, and the guy was athletic and everything, but jumping out of planes and everything, he ended up destroying his knees and had some, like, you know, spinal issues and from, you know, obviously all the impact. So he he gained, he was, like, morbidly obese. The dude's, like, his family, he didn't want to go out anymore. He was just, like, ashamed of himself. Oh. So he can't do anything. He can't even exercise. Did He's DDP so damaged. I don't want to step on a label. Too late. DDP? No, but he starts doing DDP yoga slowly but surely. And as the video progresses, you see this guy, he's he barely walk. He's he's like, you know, every day I try to do the moves and it shows him like falling. Oh, he's a big fat guy, You're like kidding. falling over trying to do like a, you know, a, yeah. a very Who, basic who's yoga. Who's making fun now? Who's poking fun now? He's doing like a tree pose and he's falling over. And yes. he's, he's like, but I kept on doing it. He's like, I couldn't do the moves the right way, but I just kept on doing it. And, yeah. and I, and then it shows him and he, he's like, he starts walking and then like Forrest Gump, the dude takes off in a full sprint. His braces are just falling off. He's and the guy's like, you know, went from like 400 pounds down to 180, completely shredded. I'm like, you're what? kidding. And then he's like, and the whole way was DDP. And you know, you're I, kidding. I, the guy, I laughed my he's ass He's doing off. the cat arch and the cow. I'm going to uh, post that video if I can find it again. Dude. But I laughed because I'm like, this guy all right, who's, went who's, from, who's a fool now? He went all the way from hip hop. Popped to Hollywood. Couldn't like, believe it. DDP took him the me. whole way. You, you used to have two knees. I know you got like a half a knee now, but 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 you're going to have at least three quarters of a knee when I'm done with you. I feel like 
this guy was basically saying like, not only were the moves great, but the way that DD, DDP did not give up on me. And I'm like, it, it was a video. He, he was not there. You just rewound no, the video. Right. And- he didn't. Diamond Dallas Page doesn't give up on anybody. If you go out there and you give 110%, he does not give up. That's mathematically accurate. He does not give With up on you. With that being said, myself and my wife's you gotta ignite, brother. Dude, you got to ignite your muscles. My, you guys do it as a group? No, no. My wife. Please tell me to yoga as a group. My wife's brother, his wife, and then my brother, Steve, who used to do the podcast, we decided uh, we were going to do this. Um, there's a, an application for a 30-day plank challenge. No, dude, do DDP. Oh, hold you, on. Well, maybe that's next. It. But we started out with this. All right. 30-day plank challenge. And we're rounding the corner. I think there's five more planks we have to do. And I'm up to three minutes and 20 seconds. Really? Dude, it is what so is, brutal. What is, what is the plank challenge? Explain. You just have to do a plank every day. Okay. You get three days on, one day off. And it, it, it goes up 10 seconds every day. Your whole, that's your entire workout is one plank? Yeah. Just for this plank challenge. It's a, that's not a push-up challenge. I start with one. I do that. The next day I do two. Yeah, yeah. But this isn't <laughs> this isn't like to uh, just please. It's just a, for, it's an endurance challenge for planking. I guess okay. for people. So who you plank. St- what is what is X? What do you start with? Uh, I think maybe like thirty seconds. Okay, so and thirty second you, plank. I think you and and then every day it goes up ten. Let seconds. me ask you this: I do plank sometimes without a mirror. How do you keep form? Because one time I thought I was doing good form, and my wife came in and laughed at me. She's like, "No, you're like your your ass is sagging." Way I'm not down. worried about it. Uh, I oh, just I be. look at it like this: if I can feel uh, my core tight, then that's all I'm worried okay. about. Now okay. I guarantee a yogi would walk in and probably critique my form. All right. But so I, but you start with thirty seconds. I'm not you, concerned and about then, it. And then my how many, form how many has weeks got, again? Uh, it's thirty days. Okay. So three days on, one day off, three days on, one day off. You're up so, like 400% or something. Dude, it is so awful. I would almost rather do any other exercise now. You're just, just holding it. Oh, my God. Because the other day, not... I, I think I did two minutes the other day, and it was like I was like doing the quiver, tremble, oh, weird. I, I was like diaphoretic. I, I like almost like I was having a heart attack. I sweat so bad. <laughs> And it like for the two minutes and twenty seconds, I was I was shaking. But are you giving? I mean, are you holding strong? Oh yeah, you just you just can't you just can't fall, touch the ground. I mean, is that? Yeah, I mean, I yeah, you can't stop. You have to continually. Plank. Yeah, and you, and I don't like. I try not to have to reposition myself. So where did this come from? Where did the plank challenge? We just come? found it on on. It was like one of those apps. Like I did the. My fitness. I told pal? you I did. No, I remember I told you I did the uh, couch to five k. Why didn't you let me in on push this? up? Cha- There's a bunch more. We can do one. Yeah, but the one we were looking like at the the, the pull up challenge. You had to start out with three. I'm like, if if I could start out with three, I'm done. I don't. That's all I need to let do. Let me in. Let me in. No, because you could already do. I would like to be good at something around somebody. <laughs> okay, so uh, but you're up to three, three minutes and thir- twenty seconds. I did today, so tomorrow will be three minutes and thirty seconds. Dude, that's it's that's a legitimate amount of time yeah. to do a plank. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've heard before. It's not pretty, but I get no, it I've heard before if you can do three minutes, like that's you're you're it's go time. Like you're you're doing well. That's what I've heard. And three I feel minutes like, is, is pushing it. I feel like I have a solid core. No one will ever see. Um, it's way in there, but it's a core. Yeah. You know, that's a thing too, is like, now I'm like, well, it's a big waste of time because if, if you don't do cardio to burn off all the excess fat, what's the difference if you have a strong core? So I'm going to tell my wife, I go, you know how good looking I am underneath all this, but like, then, underneath all this bullshit, my wife, some serious, who's a medical professional would say something like, well, you should be doing these exercises to be healthy, not necessarily to, to mm. be looking good. And that's, that's nobody cares. Uh, about being healthy. No, I don't care. About no, that. we always want to look good. If honestly. you told me like my innards are going to rot at 60, but I'm going to look like Brad look, Pitt till then I'd be like, yes. Sign me up, dude. It looks like a 10-year-old cantaloupe inside of you. 
I'm 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 fairly positive at this point. <laughs> How do you feel about mini golf? I feel extremely let down. You know what I you know Go ahead. other than that, my thoughts on mini golf are this. Uh if I'm not trying to get my I'm gonna I'm gonna say the over under is sophomore to junior. Like not a junior, but yay for sophomore, nay for junior. If you're in that category, cool. Bring a chick. Uh, show you can do the, you know, like I'll step behind. Same with pool. Like I'll show you how to swing, you know. And it's a get to know you. Other than that, I tried to take my kids recently. Oh my god, it's dude. a disastrous experience. I'm like, why didn't I just throw twenty dollars down the drain and have them hit me in the face of the golf club? Well, I guess my frustration came in. So I have a ten year old and I have a three year old. Obviously, the three year old has. She wants to actually try to hit the ball 150 times on each green. And my 10-year-old hits the ball where it, he thinks it's a pitching wedge and he will he tries to knock the ball uh-huh. like into five greens away. And I'm trying – the other day we had a, a Cub Scout event where they gave – if you were part of this our Cub Scout group, you got a discount at, at the miniature golf place. So we went and I played arguably – Did you go to the, Yeah, I played you arguably did? the best. It's a crappy course. But I played arguably the best – miniature golf game of my life. <laughs> and no one was there to know. My wife was there and she was, I had like four hole in ones four. and four dude. And I was just dominating wow. and my kids were so misbehaved. It's like Tiger Woods in the mid nineties. I, the problem is, is I, you know me, man, I don't like to put other people out. I don't like to be, I don't like to put when I hold on, <laughs> let me qualify. I don't like to inconvenience other people. It makes me very uncomfortable. So yeah. I hate the fact that people rush up behind you. Like, so if you're in a group of four oh, if you and there's, kids there's, too. they should have two, you know, a lot of times they'll have nine holes this way and nine, you could pick your path and they should have a couple's path and a family path because like play through. Yeah. Play I, through. I can't stand people who start putting their ball down and they're like waiting on you before you're even done. And it's like, I got, to get my kids through this because I yeah. paid, like you said, I paid. My three year old's trying to shove the the golf club through his nostril, H- hitting the windmill. Maybe with you the... guys should just play through, or do you want to keep watching this? It, people are just so oblivious to just common decency that they they'll even start hitting like while you're like you're taking your last foot off the green to move to the next one. It's it's it's, it's yeah. It's, it's so so like you said, that's you them going like like I'm not waiting another second. You yeah. Know? But my thing is, is like, aren't, don't you want to have a clean green to have the best opportunity? And that's my wife's like, people no. don't play like, so they don't have to be so competitive about but if miniature they're golf. Not, if they're not, then why are you in a hurry? Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? If no. you don't care about your score, then take a minute. You know but what I mean? then I see people backing up behind my family. I start yelling at my kids uh, and it's not fun for us anymore because I'm yelling at the kids. Dude. I, well, I went with a three and a two year old recently mini golfing and it was like, Dude, I don't know what the deal was, but I couldn't tell my kids nothing. Like I was, tr- I was trying to show my son, like here, here's how you stand, here's how you hold it. No, you don't. That's not how you do it. You, you grab it and you put it between your legs and you, and you swing it like you were like R. Kelly. You know what I mean? And you were just like, Bleh. like he holds it like that, and like, but he wasn't even like. I was trying, like, hey, I was trying to explain to him, like, that's not how you do it. Like, just hit it normal. If you want to be crazy, go ahead. But at least. At least this is how it got. No, it's not. It's not. It's, it's, I hold it like it's my dingling, and I just whack it around. <laughs> and after a while, I was like, I took my, I took my uh, brother Mark's advice. I was like, let kids enjoy things the way they want. And there was, there was no, behind, there was no one behind us at the time. And I was like, you guys just go around, throw these balls into the windmills, uh, hit each other with clubs. I don't care. 
But don't you get insulted when you get a, you go to a miniature golf place? It's like have your miniature golf game be strong. Like you at Ziggy's, for example, they it looks like they used to have a bunch of cool stuff, and now they just taken like landscaping bricks and put them like in weird that's patterns. That's my like, problem. What the? That's my issue with miniature golf. Like I used to go and there was like big dinosaurs. Don't or... you remember the old uh, what's the place in Highland Wicker Park where they had like a huge whale and like you hit it in its mouth and it comes out the tail? Yeah, yeah. Like that movie Overboard. It was like a gorilla and shit. Yeah, there was all kinds of cool stuff. Now, like I said, it's like Happy some, Gilmore. It's old paver bricks. And Dude, <laughs> it's so awful. That used to be like when you'd go, like when you go camping in like Southern Indiana. You're like, we're camping, and if we travel 20 minutes, there's a little, there's a mini golf right. place over here, and you go there, and like you said, it's like paver bricks and railroad ties with like cancerous like uh, oil all over right. them. Creosote. And you, and you, <laughs> thank you, and you end up going like, forget it, I'll just jump in the water. I don't need to mini right. golf. But when you go to a place that's known, like this is one of your main attractions, and you show up. There's not one there's n- dude if you don't have like a little windmill or like a waterfall or 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 a house with god forbid you put fake people that walk in the right. house and come out like something battery operated you show up dude and like you said it's like Miguel just got done doing your and I just use that as any name uh Miguel just got done doing landscaping he was like hey I have extra bricks you guys want to do anything with them oh put them at a 45 degree angle on the putting green um and put it so where you know what it's okay if it doesn't fall in the hole. Like just put them anywhere. Don't you feel like the miniature golf course should have an actual miniature golf engineer that sets it up? Like they should call a company and they go, "This is what we do: is we set up miniature golf." Yeah, courses. like Lee Trevino does it for real golf. Right. So you need a Lee Trevino of mini golf. I feel like every single hole has to have the potential to get a hole in one in miniature golf. Yeah. If you don't have that potential in miniature golf, like if you're like, well, I have to hit it to the corner and then I'm going to play it in order to make par. That's not how miniature yeah, golf's played. You know how the curtain gets pulled back is that when you watch your Tyler's just continuously throw it in the same hole because they're having fun, you watch it come out a different way every time. So they throw in that hole and it's supposed to, if say you're good. I think it's just over time though. But say you're good and you make it in the little white hole. It's supposed to go in there, and if you're good enough to make it that hole, it's supposed to come out and go right into right. the main hole, and you get a hole in one. Right. I'm watching my kids just chuck it in there. It's going every which way. But don't so you think it's, it's because it, no? Because I think what's inside those it's a piece of PVC set at like a thirty That's not degree. My problem. Angle, right? Make it work. What I'm saying is there's probably debris. There's things that have fallen in there that don't make the ball travel as true as it I don't normally think it's was the, the day they issue. opened it. I don't. I think it's. I'm just saying, no matter what, you have to be able, at miniature golf, you have to be able to get a, a, a hole-in-one on every It should hole. be possible. Right, that's what I'm saying. You, yeah. It has to be possible. Yeah. Par should be like two or three, but you should be able to get one. And just so you know, you know we have this whole conversation where my if I'm ever defeated in anything, my wife is no longer attracted to me and, and yeah. I'm useless. Thank God there was no one arm wrestling at the mini golf my course. My wife dominated me in bowling. And not what? only... Oh, yeah, I suck. I'm horrible at bowling. Yeah, but still... but. Dude, she How dominated. She? Oh, well, like say I bowled like a 94 and she bowled like 150. Oof. And she was doing the, like, the the, the worst thing is. Don't is say like when she you started know out those numbers are burned to your memory. Coming around like where she goes, yes, like every time. Or she does a thing where she lifts her leg thinking the ball's going to curve <laughs> and all that. But she comes down, when she's doing well, she comes down off the, whatever, the, the wood plank and. Yeah. Wants to give me a high five because she did something well. And I'm so competitive. I'm like, nah, just, yeah, just get her? away from me. I did, but oh. begrudgingly. Oh. And I thought to myself, why is it You're okay? Like, I'll see you in the 11th my wife's frame. like, nobody can dominate you, 
but me. I can dominate you. Because I, I thought, like, so man, she's okay this is... with her. Just in bowling, she said. But, like, if I showed up and scored one more pin than you, that would be shame. No, no, no. Bowling, for whatever reason, is where I get a pass. What? I don't why? know why. I don't know. And I think it's because I go out of my way to say, like, how I just don't care about bowling. Like, I wouldn't even be good if I want. I'm, just I'm not going to be good. It's not going to be good. I don't want to. But we do. It's extremely. I can't stand bowling. It's it's a horrible. It's not I a tried sports do, game. I tried that recently, too. Yeah, with again, the kids. With, again with kids. And it's. Yeah, half the time they want to. I, I want my, my daughter to use the little stand where you drop the ball down the ramp. Well, you guys do bumpers, right? Yeah, but it also there's that little ramp that you just put the ball in and it rolls it right down I'm for you. I'm familiar with that. Oh, yeah. No, and I didn't know about that. My son doesn't use it, so that my daughter doesn't want to use it, and it becomes an argument. I had gone bowling with my two kids without my wife about a month prior, and I, again, bowled the greatest game of my life for no one to see. And so that's why when my wife said, let's go bowling, I'm thinking, she has no idea, man. I've turned my game around. But I do like a Fred Flintstone where I throw the ball probably four, 500 miles an hour straight. I cannot curve it. Mm. And so it looks every single time like... Phew, Hundred percent, clobber. Never, never. I so leave, literally angle, like seven right. pins every single time. When I was a kid, dude, me and my buddy Fuzz used to go to Stardust and Hammond, and it was like fifty cents a game. We'd go there, like we'd have like three dollars to start the day. We'd go to Little Caesars and we'd play their Simon Says game, and we'd we'd win uh, crazy bread and a pop for fifty cents. And we'd go to Starbus, Star uh, Stardust, and we'd bowl there for like two bucks. I went there, and it was myself, my two kids, my wife. Uh, my niece and my my sister-in-law and we got shoes in a couple lanes but i thought okay it's bowling we're in the middle of the day we have a couple toddlers with us big deal yeah and the guy was like oh that's like 50 bucks i was like to throw a stupid ball no one cares about i couldn't believe it you didn't turn around and like unbutton the top button of your wife's shirt like how about now yeah i did too <laughs> and he was like 45 that's this garbage <laughs> so yeah but, but you can't i mean I try to take my kids, but they 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 want they think they know what they want to do, but they're not capable of it. Same with with miniature golf. It's like you want to go and have a good time, but they go up and I'm like, hey, this is how you throw a ball. And they go, no, I know how to do it. I know how to do but it. But see, like you're like me, where that ruins your good time because you're like, my good time is us all miniature golfing correctly. Yeah, and if some I can't will, have that, because... some will be better than others, but we're all doing it at our right. skill level, right? But what it turns into is throwing golf clubs and kids setting bowling balls down and them taking a good three and a half minutes to make it all the way down. And you have to call the weird guy. Just sits like they got dead wood in them. He comes and he picks up the ball and he's like, oh, no, then you don't know what frame you're in. (laughs) And I mean, you may be onto something with just keep your kids at home. We'll see you next week in episode 105. Again, check out the cartoon uh, on our website, heymanman.com on our Twitter feed, on our Facebook. You can't, you pretty much can't go anywhere without falling into it. So uh, also comment on it. Go to the YouTube, you know, follow the link back to YouTube and at least, uh, you know, even if you hate it, comment it. Do something at least, you know. Say those guys below, but the animation's really good. Right, exactly. All right, we'll see you next time. Later.